This is the Seller Process Podcast, where we talk about the best systems, processes, and SOPs for your Amazon business so that you can regain control of your time, build up your team, and scale your e-com empire. What's up, changemakers and entrepreneurs? John Marco here, and welcome to the Seller Process Podcast. Today, we'll be focusing on validating our product in Amazon Japan. And we have here John Kant to share his knowledge with us. John Kant is the co-founder of Rising Sun Commerce, an agency which helps Amazon sellers expand to Japan. John lived in Japan for five years and worked in e-commerce back in the UK before setting up the agency. He's helped over 100 brands to launch in Japan, from small one-product private labelers to multinational corporations. His favorite type of Japanese food is yakitori. I hope I'm pronouncing it well. <laughs> Welcome, John. Very good. Yeah. Japanese. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, yakitori. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. What is that? It's um, kind of meat on skewers and it's grilled over hot charcoal. So it's like a, oh. you know, the most common one is like uh, you get a bit of chicken, a bit of leek and a bit of okay. chicken and leek and it's grilled over hot charcoal. And uh, yeah, it's right. good, good to drink on a hot summer's day with a nice cold beer. Cool. cool. All right. So we start with food recommendations. That's that's always yeah. something good to start with. So, John, we're going to talk about Amazon Japan, obviously, because you are the expert on that. And, uh, you, you know, doing business on Amazon uh, recently, uh, obviously, has changed greatly, uh, especially in the past few years. And the, the competition is rising every day. So sellers now are looking around into other platforms, potentially also in other countries. So Amazon Japan now starts to be also a good opportunity for many. So why, John, do you think uh, people should consider to start selling in uh, Amazon Japan? Yeah, sure. I mean, um, so Amazon Japan, it's, it's the the fourth largest market for Amazon. So obviously you get the USA is by far and away the biggest, then Germany and the UK, and then Japan is fourth on the list. Although it's a very similar level to the UK market. Um, it's, it, it started, I think, in 98 in Japan. So again, it's one of the oldest markets for, for Amazon. So, you know, it's a very, um, yeah, well-established market from Amazon's point of view. Um, it's the, again, it's depending which data you look at, it's, it's got a good market share. It's about 22, 23% of e-commerce transactions in Japan go through Amazon. Um, and obviously, Japan as a as a as a country, it's you know, it's the uh, third largest economy in the world. Um, it's got a population of 127 million. So you know, it's it's definitely a significant market. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. So definitely, so it's it's a big market. Uh, definitely, it has a, a big share. Amazon has a big share in Japan. So uh, compared to also other e-commerce players. So if we are interested in entering uh, Amazon Japan, what, what's the compliance requirements? So, so should we set up a company or register for tax? What? How can we start? Yeah, so to get started again on Amazon, it's it's easier than on Amazon than it is on some of the other e-commerce platforms in Japan. So you don't need um, a registered Japanese company to sell through Amazon. You can use your you know your European-based company or US-based company, whichever you've got. And you know if you're selling on Amazon already, which I guess most people who listen to this show will be, you know it's relatively straightforward to connect your account and add Japan as a as a new region that you want to sell. So you know from from a sort of getting set up point of view it, it, it's quite straightforward and um, from a uh well you mentioned compliance and tax there so 
um, compliance requirements. It depends on the category of products that you sell, you know, as you would expect, food products, cosmetic products, medical products, those type of things. You know, there's strict laws in Japan about what you can and can't sell and claims you can make and stuff. So, you know, for, for products in those types of categories, you'll need to go through the, the legal loopholes and get your products tested properly to, to do that. But for, for simple products, you know, if you're selling a chair or something, you know, it's, you know, it's very straightforward to start selling um, right. those types right. of products. Is it something that you are able to to help people with? So if people, so somebody has a let's say a cosmetic brand or or a food brand, is that something that you can can help people at least guide to to the to uh, contacting you know the right person? Exactly. So we don't get involved directly in those types of things, but I can point people in the right direction to get help with with those types of compliance requirements. Yeah. Okay, that's great. So obviously, guys, if you're looking to start selling Amazon Japan, John is your guy. And so, John, what, what's the challenges people should be aware of before entering Japan? Because we know it's a totally different market. Also, the language, it's totally different. So what, what's the main challenges that people should face and be aware of? Yeah, so I mean, I think... The, the, the language is obviously the, the main one, you know, how are you going to handle customer service? How are you going to set up your product right to make sure that people find it properly? You know, and that, that's kind of where, what my company does, you know, that's what we're all about. Our bread and butter is setting up product listings and making sure they can be found and doing keyword research on setting up product listings. So, you know, that's, that's by far and away the most important thing. I think um, mm -hmm. the, what do you see people struggling with the most when they enter? I mean, uh, the, 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 uh, I think it was sort of to do with your previous question about tax. You know, we didn't really cover that there. So, you know, being aware of, of the tax regulations before you launch and making sure you get the import requirements. So you'll, you'll need what's called an importer of record when you send your products to Japan um, to sell through FBA. Now, what that is, is it's basically somebody in Japan, which is accepting responsibility for, for your goods into the country. Um, now, we've some on occasions, not we've had people contact us where their product, they've sent the products without an importer of record. And basically, the, they just get rejected at the customs. So it's really important that people make sure they get their importer of record set up before they send the products. So, yeah, don't fall over that one. Okay, okay, that's interesting. That's definitely something everyone should be aware of. So guys, before sending products to Amazon FBA in Japan, make sure you have uh, the proper importer of record that it's, uh, that it's basically making sure that your products can go through the customs. Right, so that's very important. So now let's, John, let's get to the meat and potato of this uh, of this episode. So you know, one the the one promise that we make to our listeners is that at the end of each episode, they will walk away always with either a template, an SOP, uh, a flowchart, um, something something that they can uh, implement uh, right after the um, the episode, which summarizes basically what we uh, just said in the during our interview. So uh, 
today's today interview will be based on the validation of products in japan right so um, most of the time people who are listening here will have already uh, some products selling in either us uk or or europe and they might consider to start selling those products also in amazon japan right so before to do that, obviously, they should know what you just mentioned. So um, making sure they have the um, importer of record set up, they, they know they know about the challenges for about the, the language and uh, all of the things we just mentioned. But now it's it's time to understand whether their product will sell or, or not in the uh, in, in Amazon Japan. Right. So we need to understand if if our products are the right fit. To do that, uh, John gave us a um, checklist of nine steps. So now we, we will go, we can go through all these steps and uh, John, John will explain these nine steps to validate your product. And remember that you can download this checklist from, from our website, uh, thesellerprocess.com. You just look at the um, find find the, this episode with john kent and uh, download for free your checklist so that you can also go through these points that we'll discuss and you will you can check whether your product is a good fit for amazon japan so without further ado john let's let's see how should we where should we start from to to validate our product yes i mean first step on the list is to kind of Try and get a feel for what other products which are similar to yours are selling. You know, are there any products the same as yours selling on Amazon Japan already? Now, I'm assuming here that most people in the audience don't speak Japanese. <laughs> so step one would be to kind of take your main search term and then just use Google Translate to uh, see what it comes out as in Japanese. And then once you've used Google Translate, paste that into Amazon's search bar and see what the search results are basically. So if Google Translate is working well, then you know you should see some related products at least. So yeah, and you'll, you'll start to get a little bit of a feel for are the related products. Um, right, that's, on, on so sale. that's for sure step one. If you guys don't speak Japanese, <laughs> Uh, which most, I'm sure most of you don't, um, go to, to, to Google Translate and uh, look for your main keyword, basically, and see if you can find um, some products that are similar to, to the one that you are selling. All right, so then now we are on Amazon Japan. We, we found that there, there are, let's say, there are some products similar to ours. So what we do next? Yeah, so the next step, I guess, yeah, let's assume that you've found a, a product very similar to yours. Um, click onto the product details page and, you know, scroll through it. And then you, what you're looking for is the sales rank section. So you, the part of the page um, on Amazon that, you know, often li it lists the ASIN and it sometimes lists the weight and dimensions and those types of things. In that section, there's, there's the sales rank. Um, so what you're looking for there is to see what rank in the category it is. Um, so you can kind of get a feel for if if that product is is selling well or not. And then one, once you've found it, I, I, we're skipping ahead, I think, to sort of step five five here. But one, once you've found where the, the 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 sales ranking list is, you can click through into that, and then that will bring up all the best sellers in that category. So the product that you found using your Google search that might not be the best selling products in the category but but once you've stepped through 
into the best sellers list, then that might reveal, you know, 50 products which are selling, you know, in good volume that are they're selling more than yours and there's some, you know, more related products in that list as well. So right. it, should, so just- it should reveal a lot more products. Exactly, exactly. So, uh, guys, just to make clear something, uh, what, what was uh, John uh, mentioning before, that uh, that we are uh, jumping to step five, if you don't have the checklist already uh, in front of you, uh, is that step four, it's basically how to find the sales rank, because uh, when you open the page on Amazon Japan, you will find lots of those characters, Japanese characters, which uh, you may not be very comfortable with, you, you don't really understand where things are. So, in order to find where is the rank. Uh, we put in the checklist the exact sentence in Japanese characters that you can copy paste and, and find you know, through your browser. You can find this sentence in Japanese, which means basically sales rank, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. then, and then you will basically find the number. Uh, if, you are, if you're getting confused with, with all those characters, you will find the sales rank number through, through looking at this Japanese sentence, which uh, looks very weird for us, but that's that's how it's written sales rank. All right, so uh, then we are in the bestseller list. So we know that there are some other products like ours selling potentially well in uh, in in Amazon Japan. So then, how can we estimate the sales? What what we do next? Yeah, so you'd you'd uh, once you've got the list up, you would click on the the highest ranked. Um, equivalent product from that list. So let's assume, you know, it's product number three on the list is is the most similar to yours. So click on product number three. Um, and then again, try and find the the that ranking, you know, use that search tool to, to look for the ranking thing. And then that will, around there, you'll see what the category of product that that, 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 that is ranked for. So, you know, um, if it's like a sports and outdoors product, you'll you'll see what rank it is in the sports and outdoors category of products, and then you can go on and use uh, Jungle Scout. They have a tool, and um, Jungle Scout's got an estimator tool, and that will you can use that tool to reveal an estimate of how many sales this product is doing. So, and again, so- that, that asks you. Uh, yeah. yeah. So basically, it's it's more like a manual manual kind of work, right? Is, is there any software or tool that works well with Japan? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. So do, do you use any software? Yeah, no, there's, I mean, no, Japan from software tools perspective, Japan is far behind the rest of the world. You know, a lot of the developers, they they seem to have concentrated, you know, usually on the US and then Europe and then they, they kind of neglect Japan. So not not many of the usual tools you you work for Japan, basically. Um, even this Jungle Scout sales estimator tool, I don't think the data is as accurate for Japan as it is, you know, certainly for the US kind of thing. So any data that you see, you know, it's not it's not going to be pinpoint accuracy, but it'll give you a, a better idea than, than nothing. So, yeah. Right, right. But there is also uh, one software and another one that works in Japan, I think, which is Kipa, right? So that's that's like the n- last step. What do we? What, what can we do with Kipa? Yeah, sure. So yeah, exactly. You're right there. Kipa does work. So again, Kipa. If you install Kipa in your browser, then that will that gives you a, um, an indication of the sales history of a product, so you can see if it's consistently been selling. 
you know, you can see the, the, the rank of the product over time. So you can see if it's consistently been ranked high um, in the, the sales rankings. So it'll give you, it'll get you a bit of a feel for, you know, the overall sales over a period of time because, you know, if it's seasonal products or whatever, so some types of products, you know, they can move up and down the rankings over quite short periods of time. So what we're looking what we're looking for when we're doing this research is to try and assess the the sort of continuous sales volumes of a product. So, you know, in order to do that, we need to look at the time frame that they've been selling well for as well. So by looking at the graphs that come out of Keeper, you can gain an understanding of if, if they've been selling well for a long period of time or not. Excellent. So that's basically a more manual way, let's say, compared as the way we usually do with uh, Jungle Scout or Helium 10 in, in US or Europe. So here, I think, you know, every time there is a difficulty, there is also an opportunity, right? So in this case, I, I bet lots of people here are thinking, oh, gosh, that they don't want to do all this work. And uh, because it's, it's a lot of manual work, basically just checking one by one, lots of products. Also, it's not going to give you a, a, an understanding like right way you have to check them multiple times maybe throughout a couple of weeks uh, so checking them again and again in order to to see and validate that those products are actually selling on amazon so that that's the actually the opportunity if you are if you are um diligent enough to to do this uh, there, there is definitely opportunity in amazon japan because it's 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 a really big market and and amazon is expanding all over the the rest of the world uh, besides, uh, besides um, US, and also I bet there is uh, less less competition, right? That's uh, that's something uh, that I think it could be interesting to talk about. What do you think about competition in Amazon Japan? Is that as fierce as we're used to in the United States? No, I mean it's it's yeah, competition is lower in in Japan than it is in the US. There's far fewer sort of private label sellers trying to sell similar products. Um, you still get a lot of you know the chinese manufacturers selling in japan uh you know th there's no getting away from that but yeah and did from a brand perspective as well you know you get you get the native japanese brands which obviously do very well and have a good presence on there um but there's so many you know european american brands that have got an opportunity to go to japan that aren't there yet as well so you know we don't see as many big brands in japan as you as you do in in the us and europe kind of thing you know so yeah the, mm -hmm. yeah in conclusion yeah it's, it's less competitive i'd say <laughs> definitely definitely so that that's really a good opportunity for for people to to look at and definitely Definitely, you know, they can um, start validating, start by validating their existing products. You know, you don't have to start by creating new products just for Amazon Japan. You know, most people, I guess, they start by selling their, their already existing products into Japan. So that's like a very easy and quick way to make uh, some extra bucks right and if it goes well then you you, you kind of master these sales on on, on amazon japan so you, you get more accustomed to to how it works then you can start maybe creating some products that are more suited for them maybe changing the packaging and so on right so so that's that's a good way to start so remember guys to to download the checklist so you can go over over it 
and uh, with your own product and see maybe there is there is a some hidden gem around your in your inventory that maybe it's sitting in your in in, in FBA in the US but maybe it's a highly demanded product in uh, in in Amazon Japan who knows right so uh, John before we we say goodbye the last question i wanted to ask you since you lived in in Japan uh, what are the cultural differences that you have seen that we should be aware of when developing products uh, or or adapting our listings uh, to to uh, to sell in Amazon Japan yeah i mean the it's very product specific this i'd say you know fundamentally if a product sells well in the US or Europe then there's no reason why i don't i wouldn't expect it to sell well in Japan obviously there's some areas that are different you know so let's look at the example uh, categories kitchen equipment for example so if you've got a rice cooker that you're selling in europe now if you start trying to sell rice cookers in japan obviously there's going to be a lot more competition for those types of products in japan than there is here you know likewise with the types of plates cups and sauces they use you know the slight slightly different cultural approaches to food so you know that would be one category i guess to to be wary of or you know you'd need to do a bit more research than than i would expect some differences in those categories whereas you know if you're selling if you sell toothbrushes for example you, you know they're going to be the same all over the world and it doesn't really matter so it's a bit a bit category specific i'd say but you know try and think <laughs> put yourself in a japanese person's shoes as much as you can and try and think of your product through their eyes kind of thing or it's sometimes tricky to do it but you know yeah or or just simply go to john <laughs> and figure, <laughs> figure it out right so so probably guys not a good idea to sell rice cookers or maybe tea in japan i guess well, <laughs> but everything else might be <laughs> might work in japan right yeah um, yeah yeah right cool yeah. so guys remember to 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 go to the sellerprocess.com to grab your checklist nine step checklist to validate your product in japan and start using it now because maybe there is there is some product sitting in your warehouse that can be sold in amazon japan easily and make some extra bucks and actually amazon japan is growing it's the fourth biggest market for Amazon. So there is lots going on there and there is lots of opportunity because there is little competition as well. So that's 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 something that we should all look into and see whether there there is some opportunity waiting for us, right? So again, th thank you. Thank you, John, for being our guest today. Absolute and, pleasure. Uh, thank you. How, how people can can reach out to you? Yes, if you want to get in touch with me direct, uh, then if you go on the website, uh, risingsuncommerce.com, uh, then yeah, all our contact details are on there. So you can drop us an email. Great, great. So guys, you will find also the summary of this episode, as well as the link to download the checklist in the show notes. And you will find also John's contact details and the, the link to his website. So if you're interested in to start selling in Japan and you, are, you would like some help from experts, John is your guy. So go reach out to him. And uh, John, so here we are. Thank you very much again for, for being our guests. And I hope to see you again soon. Bye. Thank you very much, Jamaka. Bye for now. Bye. Hey, entrepreneurs. I hope you enjoyed the show and learned something from the interview. 
Remember to go grab the free resources for this episode at thesellerprocess.com. Check the links and tools in the show notes. And don't forget to sign up for our free email list to get the latest systems and SOPs shared exclusively with our subscribers. And now entrepreneurs, it's time for action.